Rebellions are built on hope. Welcome to another episode of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Alberto Calderon, and I am joined, as always, by our co-host, Oti, on this Star Wars Saturday. A lot to talk about today. Oti, how are you doing on this great Star Wars Saturday, but also an emotional one for people out there? Yeah, no, it's... I'm excited. I'm excited. We have... <laughs> Three great Star Wars episodes to talk about, so I'm very yes. excited about this. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you right now before, did you like that they, this Bad Batch finale, they divided it into two episodes? I was thinking about it today. Should have just done like one big, one hour long finale? I mean, and it doesn't matter. They released them at the same time, so yeah, it's the I don't really care. Yeah, just finding stuff to complain about, I guess. But. Not complain. I love the episodes, and we'll get into it. But as always, if you're watching us for the first time, thanks for being here. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Leave us a comment down below if you're watching this later on the replay, and make sure you hit that like, thumbs up button. And when you listen to this, if you listen to this on the audio podcast, same thing. Thanks for supporting us over there. And leave us a, a comment, a rating, review, good pods, Apple Play. Apple Podcast, I should say. If you're not sending us some money through Apple Pay, we'll take it. I don't know. I don't have anything set up, but I'll take your Me money. Me neither. Yeah. All right. Um, before we start, Oti, Sour Celebration, less than a week away, six days from today, next yes. Friday, yes, it's yes, already sir. here. Um, we have a lot to talk about next week. We're going to have a special episode on Friday. That Friday, we're going to be here live, I believe, at 7 p.m. Eastern, talking about Star Wars Celebration, all the big news and reveals for the Lucasfilm Showcase and the other panels. I can't remember the panels they have on Friday, but what are you hoping that they talk that gets announced? That what I'm day? hoping the most is that on Friday at 7 p.m. we're sitting right here <laughs> talking about the next Star Wars movie. That's <sighs> what I'm hoping for the most. From the Friday panel, of course. Yeah, I mean, me too. Do you think there's any chance, I'm going to say no, that they announce the name of the movie at the same time? There's some of the chatter out there. They'll announce the movie plus the name. I'll say yes. Think. I'll okay. say yes, because it's it would be the first one in a new franchise or something mm -hmm. of sorts. Yeah. So I, I think it would make sense with, with Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi. I mean, we already knew Last Jedi for that celebration, but for Rise of Skywalker, that was like the conclusion of the Skywalker mm -hmm. saga, and Endgame did the same thing, like, oh, we're not going to tell you the name <laughs> until the title, until the trailer yeah. drops. So I think it would make sense for them to give us a bone. I don't think we'll get that much information on the movie. Like, maybe casting, I don't know. But I, I think they'll give us like a brief, you know, look at, yeah, mm -hmm. it's said after Rise of Skywalker... Um, no Ray, new characters. <laughs> some, I think some it will be something like that and a title. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going by history. History, when we no. talked about this a few weeks ago, they never revealed titles at the beginning. Okay. Um, casting, I would say if this is, let's say it's either Ray's going to be there or Finn are going to be the main characters, they'll be there and they'll announce them. If, if it's a brand new cast, then I don't think that they would announce them like you said. But uh, yeah. Uh, 
I think that's one of the most important things, like clarification on who that we know is going to be there or isn't going to be there. Yeah. So. And yeah, just a little, a little, when does it take place? Some tidbits of what this story might be just to get us pumped for the next three years before it drops. I'm literally just expecting someone to come out and say, yeah, 15 years after the rise of Skywalker, uh, a lone (laughs) Force user finds himself in, I don't know what, shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Like something like that. Very vague, not not, like deep into into details. Yeah, I haven't thought about it till right now, but in less than a week, we might be talking about a new Star Wars movie here, and it's going to be amazing on the, I, let's just leave it there I, I literally tweeted that out like last night i was like yeah. by this time next week we'll probably know what's coming and that gets me very excited it, yeah i know it's it's gonna be for some people I haven't been feeling some of the shows they've been waiting for a new star wars movie this is gonna be a big one and, so i hope you know, that our celebration goes all in just one comment like um for you <sighs> You and I have an age difference, and mm. I'm thinking like if this is a tri- you'll see you'll see <laughs> if this is a trilogy, this will probably be the first trilogy I take one of my kids to see. Like, okay, I- yeah. I'm not planning on having kids anytime soon, but if it's a trilogy, still... out of the time, probably by the third one, yeah, maybe Ot is gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the theater. I mean, you never know. At this past trilogy, was the first one that I took my daughter when I took her to watch all of them. So yeah. Can't wait um, to hear your first. If in five or six years we're still doing this show, Oti, how was your kid doing watching uh, episode they 13? <laughs> they said it was nothing like the sequel trilogy. Filler. <laughs> uh, and no, also, this- I just want to mention, I, I want to be that ray of positivity. I'm very excited for Celebration, man. I'm very, yeah. very excited. Very excited for CouchCon. I don't mm-hmm. care which panels they stream or don't stream. Do I want them to stream all the big ones? Hopefully, yes. But... I mentioned it last year. Some of my favorite moments are just sitting in my couch and then being like, let's go talk out to this yeah. who does magazine covers. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been doing this since Empire Strikes Back. And that, for me, is one of my favorite things and seeing just the fandom engage with Star Wars. So I- I'm very, very excited. Yeah, yeah. E- equally excited. And I know the time difference is an issue for a lot of people. But I don't know. I'm- Kind of more excited to be, wake up in the morning, have nothing to do Friday. Sit. Yes, I'm working, and then Saturday I'll be at home to just sit back, my laptop well, or on the TV and just relax. Yeah, no, for me it's like I'll make my coffee and sit down, watch Celebration, and yeah, be there. And uh, we talked about this over here. Friday is a holiday, so mm-hmm. it's it's <laughs> perfect, just perfect. Yeah, I was, Monday's it, Monday's gonna suck because I'm yeah. gonna have a lot of work, but. <laughs> Uh, at least I'll, I'll pay attention to it regardless, but I'm very, very excited. Yeah. I am off on Monday because it's my wife's birthday. Uh, I won't spend all of it on celebration because it's my wife's well, birthday. this Monday? But I, yeah, this coming oh, Monday. Oh, I was talking so. about the other Monday because celebration oh, goes yeah. Friday to Monday. I don't even know. I'm just focused on... Anyway, celebration. Alberto's wife. Thank you. She's... <laughs> I just she said hi. She said thanks from all, all the way over there. All right. So before we start, who's out there in the chat as we go talk some Star Wars? We have Dale in the chat. Hello we there, have Dale. You in the chat? I was there for a little bit. And we have <laughs> Mo Hola Prima. Hola Prima. And I would say I forgot to say when we talked a little bit about celebration. We spent the last seven minutes talking about 
we might have an inside, not source, but an on-site correspondent chiming in on Saturday. We're still figuring that out. We might have someone out there in London joining us. It would us be a great Friday. moment for a Spanish version of Raider Rebellion. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe, maybe. All right, so let's go ahead. And if you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars. And today, it's all about Star Wars on TV. Star Wars on TV. Star Wars on TV, and we got to start with The Mandalorian, Episode oh, 5, okay. The Pirate. Yeah, we'll leave the other one. The Pirate. Who's there? Is that Lassad? Is it? Is it Seb? Is it not? Who knows? We'll talk about it. We know. <laughs> we know now what we didn't. At least I didn't know when the I, show was going on. Are we going to jump right into that or are we going to wait? Uh, we can wait. We okay, can wait. Because I, I have a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll come back to Seb and everything. But this is the episode I thought was going to happen like two weeks ago. That <laughs> I said, I'm so ready for this. And uh, it, it, it was much better than what you. Well, it's going to be the pirate <laughs> episode where, you know. 20 minutes of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot better. And that's it was a lot better. A lot of times we sit here and I say, I know nothing about how TV shows are made. I know nothing about movies. I don't write them. And this is why. Because this made a lot more sense than what I explained two weeks ago. But this episode to me, and I mentioned it last week, encapsulates everything that works for The Mandalorian. And at least for myself, what the show The Mandalorian should be and when it works best. I, love, I know that a lot of people want the show to move not away from this, but more focusing to what's happening with the New Republic and, com and getting closer to the sequel trilogy and everything that has to do with Snoke and the Emperor Return and all that, and we'll get there. But this episode to me, same as the first episode, it's everything I want from this show. Some silly action of Mandalor Din Djarin and all the Mandalorians just kicking butt. Maybe Yoda didn't have anything to do this episode, but he was there. There's a, some lore and more moving that main story from the Empire side forward a little bit. It's not the main thing, but it's there. This, to me, is when the this show really excels. I know a lot of people had issues with this episode, especially with the Bad Batch finale right on its heels. But to me, this was 100% what I expect and what I really like about this, this, type, this TV show. I love this episode. <laughs> I really, really loved it. Um, it, I agree with everything you said. I think it just hit on all the beats mm -hmm. of what we. I, I think the only beat they didn't hit is, oh, look at the cute baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but other than that, the the action was phenomenal. Like yeah. I, I was just very excited to see those sequences, and the pushing the lore, taking us in directions we talked about mm -hmm. last week. Yeah. Of, Let's see if those are the real yeah. intentions behind what's going on. I I was really, really happy with what they did here. Yeah. And I'll shout out to director Peter Ramsey, which Peter I, Ramsey. I said this is the one I was really looking mm. forward to. I'm a fan of his. A lot of people give Laura Meter a lot of credit for Spider-Verse movie, and as they should, but Peter Ramsey was one of the directors. He directed one of my favorite holiday movies, which is Rise of the Guardians, which is a, a great cool animated movie. movie. Very cool. cool. cool movie. Uh, so I was very excited when I saw, saw his name pop up for season three, and he didn't disappoint. Next week is going to be great. It's Bryce Dallas Howard coming back, but I love that he got a chance. Yeah, I think it's Bryce Dallas Howard next week, and then Rick from Yuma doing the last two, which are going to be oh, exciting. Oh, this is so cool. This is so yeah. cool. 
Uh, well, we got the return of the king, Pirate King, Gorian Shard. That's my, <laughs> my, my green algae guy. So many, I love kings re- so many kings returning. We got Amethyst. <laughs> we got the Rebels King. Now we got uh, uh, the Pirate yeah, King. The Pirate King. But I love him. I love the the way they use the hologram reminded me of Snoke. Yes. Huge. Yeah, huge. And just, I don't know. It's a character that is so silly, but it worked. It worked yeah, for no, this episode. No, it, it was great. I love him. It was funny and kind of I was hoping Grief Carga gave him a little comeback because he's the one that hailed Grief. And then at the end says, Don't hail me again unless it's to surrender. So like, dude, you call me. I didn't call you. <laughs> I don't know. Did you enjoy that scene and then Grief I, turned getting everyone together to dude, just try to dude, save the his city? This episode went way harder than I thought it would. Yeah. Like at first, I was I just thought it was gonna be like an occupation, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we get this massive bombardment <laughs> and destruction, and I, I'm like, they just rebuilt this beautiful <laughs> city. Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah. Every time we had a shot on how the city was doing, I was like, oh my. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Navarro is finally growing, and he didn't even give me a chance to respond. Just start blowing up the city. And by the way, when they were like at the bar thing later yeah. in the episode, I was like, "This is a school, guys. Like, behave." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was waiting for for uh, what's his name, Vane, to come out and say something. Oh, we retook the school, or whatever. Uh, 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 oh, it would have been awesome if Grief Carga had that. Air Force One, Harrison Ford saying, get the hell out of my school. <laughs> Just kicking away something. Um, yeah, when he comes back at the end. Um, so Grief Car sends a message. I was going to say one of the biggest Dombon moments I've ever had. I was literally about to say, we should get Harrison Ford in Star Wars. <laughs> Oh man, you could play it off as an April Fool's joke when you notice. I hate but... April Fools, man. I hate April Fools. Don't the don't, thing. Uh, don't get me grumpy. <laughs> I don't hate April's Fool because I'm as a kid we did it, but now it's just for people if that you're... try to be funny with. Oh, look at this Star Wars movie they announced, dude! It's not funny. Uh, it's not yeah. because you're taking people are believing. It's nobody cares. Nobody's gonna believe that. Dodge Georgia is so one from freaking screen rant. Oh, they just announced Dodge Georgia movies. Like, yeah, we know yeah. it. Shut up. Anyway, anyway <laughs> Harrison Ford is Sorry. in Star Wars, as we have just double checked. Uh, so Griff Carga sends a message. I thought it was going straight to Din Djarin. I don't know why. I mean, I guess he one person wasn't gonna do too much against the whole pirate. Uh, scenario, but he calls Carson De- Teva of all people. This chilling on this planet, which I guess is Adelphi. Yeah, this the the who I think that's the who that music that's playing. It's a cool jam. We should be. I don't like the Y wings. Very cool to see the Y wings coming yeah. into the frame and just fly over. Pretty I think, cool. I, I, I think it said something like psychedelic rock playing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, Whoa, okay. Yeah, but the who who does the he did, they did uh, a score, some music for the Jedi Fallen Order um, soundtrack. So I think it's pretty pretty much them. They are a cool vibe. All right, and then we go into that cantina, and let's just get into it. Seb, did you know that was Seb? I great for Star Wars Rebel fans. My wife said 
is that the guy from Rebels? And I'm like, no, come on. It's it's the same species, but it's not the same character. Because they didn't say the name. Okay, let's go. Let's start. Give me, with this. Give me. I, I just want to <laughs> mention, like, I, I, the, the first thing I noted in this scene was the three directors. Yes. Chow, Filoni. So mm -hmm. when Zep pops up, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, Al-Assad, like, yeah. awesome. And then he, he spoke. I was like, oh, he speaks just like Zep. That's awesome. <laughs> And I just didn't like process it until mm -hmm. the episode ended, and not even with the credits. Like I, I was just scrolling Twitter, just waiting a couple mm -hmm. of minutes before I started the Bat Batch, and I, I think it was Alden Diaz. He was like, "Oh, so the Rebels fan, this was yeah. a treat." I was like, "Wait, what did I miss? It, why are people like so excited to? I mean, it's cool to see Al Assad, but..." <laughs> and then I saw someone like, "Oh, if it wasn't for the credits, I wouldn't have noticed." And I was like. Wait, what did I miss? And then <laughs> I went to the crowd. I was like, oh shit, that's <laughs> Seb. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about it, Alberto. I didn't mind that they didn't say the name because I mean, again, I'm not the writer of the show. There are probably mm -hmm. better ways to do it. But if he's like, ah, yes, I'm <laughs> Seb and I'm going to tell you what to do now. Or I, I, I don't know. For me, I, I love vague things at times and just leaving things out there. Rather than them looking at the camera and being like, we got you. They could have just said, okay, I'm heading out, Seb. Yeah. Seems like you to take matters into your own hands or whatever he said. They just, there's no reason. There's zero reason to keep that a secret. I mean, That's my it, thing. There's zero reason. But it wasn't a secret. Like, it just wasn't like. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm if you think. think If you think about it, I think this is the first episode we hear Carson Teva's na name, because we learned it? it was maybe it, it was. I think it was it's Teva, not Teva. So I'll call him and, Teva. So uh, oh, me too. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like sometimes with Star Wars and with other properties, I don't need them to be like, "Hey, this is." I, I in fact, I, I wouldn't even have minded if they didn't clear it up in the trailers and just leave us to speculate and have people be like oh um i think that was seb in my head yeah. canon, that was seb like uh, i don't care right, i want to know where callus is callus that's it's in the home he's cooking dinner for when he comes back after his shift <laughs> um i okay it's it's Extremely nitpicky. It's very nitpicky for me to say that it bothered me. It really didn't bother me. It was something that, yeah, no knows. Dude, I listened to it like three times. I'm like, oh, I guess that's Seb. Because I haven't watched Rebels in a while. The third time I watched it, like, okay, he sounds familiar now. It, it wouldn't have taken anything away from the scene in my way of thinking if they said the name. But in the end of the, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because it was a 15 second moment. So anyway. Do you think this is confirmation that he's going to appear in the Ahsoka show? I don't think it's confirmation, but I think it's it makes it more likely. Okay. Let me say hi to someone new that popped up. Lord Agover, how you doing? Make sure you follow him on Twitter. And, yeah. Man, the Hispanics are always here today. Um, but it was a cool scene, seeing Kaushon Teva get the message from... Uh, from Griff Karga, basically saying if, you, if the New Republic doesn't come here, they're gonna make this uh, pirate base, and then the outer rim is gonna go to hell. And instead of going to hell, he goes planet jumping, 
which poor uh, Nevaro is getting bombarded, bombarded, and he's going to seven different planets. Uh, <laughs> I, I I was talking to this with Tony during during the review, mm. and he was like, "It's this is it happens in a lot of, of franchises, but yeah. like, these people are like they the show makes a point to show us that they're getting bombarded, and again he's like." going it takes him like three days to get yeah get i know <laughs> changes his clothes and he has his jacket and more yeah. flight jacket then goes to the mandalorian planet but before he goes there he goes to all coruscant which is appearing everywhere now yep really reminiscent of the andor look of course and when they went this time he goes to i love uh seeing team meadows there uh it was awesome I always awesome I, I I love that it's Tim Meadows being Tim Meadows. Yeah, like, don't put that there. That's why I work out of break. <laughs> then tells the door, just get out of here. Can we talk about Farrow bringing bringing in his '90s comedy buddies? Like we got Brian Posehn, Horatio Sands, um, <laughs> uh, Bill Burr, uh, Amy Sedaris. Now yeah. we get <laughs> uh, Tim Meadows. Yeah, um, great scene. Not great scene, but also. Moved the New Republic uh, subplot from a couple of weeks ago a little bit forward. We got to see Elijah Kane again, who I haven't seen, we didn't see her last week. Dude, she comes in, hey, I'm going on a coffee run, you want something? And then ends up messing up the whole plan. Like, why are you taking advice from her? But all right, she says they're not part of the Republic. So, oops, gonna make things difficult. Just get out of here. Man, I I love that scene. Like, Mm -hmm. she just like popping up and just sprinkling in some chaos and being like oh navarro oh, they're not part of the republic know. and, and captain know. tim meadows goes like Ooh, i'm so sorry we can't do anything about it yeah. i i will say i think this scene played a little bit for laughs and it mm-hmm. shouldn't have because what when you play it like this it seems like a little bit the 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 republic being like well screw you yeah but what they've been saying since seb shows up is like there's a lot of things going up going on and we don't have the manpower to deal with all of it so it does make sense for the new republic to be like hey that sucks but we have member planets that are suffering and we i'm sorry they have priority yeah even it makes sense even Pirate King, Gordon Shard, tells um, Griff Carga when he says, oh, I got someone from the New Republic. It's coming over, some patrols. He's like, the New Republic can't even take care of something here on the Outer Rim. They're not going to help you here. Yeah. So even from there, we know that New Republic is not doing well. We know that they're scaling down on their army or their navy. And it makes sense that they're going to use resources for member planets, as you said. But I would... Hope that when Elijah Kane gets asked, Hey, do you know about Nevaros? So it's like, Yeah, yeah, Nevaro spent some time there, they're not part of the new republic, whatever. And then she walks out. And then Nevaro, I mean, um, uh, Tim Meadows, Tuttle, and Carson Taylor have the uh, conversation. Well, the same conversation without her there, because we know she used to be an Imperial like two weeks ago. But I, I like what she brings, what she, she's like bringing this point of view, like, Hey, maybe we should teach them a lesson. And but again, it for me, it takes away from the point they're trying to make that mm-hmm. the, the New Republic is uh, short of resources. Yeah. But it, it, you, you cut it out by bringing in these two people being like, oh. Yeah. And then it just became a back and forth between her and Tava yeah. about New Republic and Empire. Oh, whatever. You're just playing each side. Just make that connection. Then go more a little bit further into why the resources can go. 
not into oh we're just gonna show them why they need to be part of the new republic but anyway he says we'll try to do something for you but really we can't do that much good luck and then again instead of going to help let's go to another planet and hopefully they're not dead yet i mean but what was carson <laughs> Tewa gonna do on his no, own 100 i agree he wasn't gonna be able to do anything um it would not that it would have worked better because the point is showing how bad those pirates were just damaging the city mm -hmm. uh but we know this takes a couple of hours maybe a day or so to get there so i guess i'm just surprised that he started bombing the city so early i seen online some people not too many but just high not high profile people have a lot of following on star wars twitter complaining how did carson teva knew to contact r5 because he was with dean jar and all and at some point it's star wars forget about it don't think too much about it i didn't think too much about it but did it, it but no did you think about it uh, i did when people pointed it out mm -hmm. at the moment i was exactly. like oh that's cool because he was like, oh, I, I fought with one of them or something. Yeah. And it reminded me of that comic of R2 being like a war vet. And <laughs> so I like that, but I didn't really think about it. But yeah, when you think about it, how, how did you know, Carson? Uh, maybe yeah. he, he sent like a email blast and was like, yo, <laughs> yeah. I'm with some Mandalorians. And they're like being creepy. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Carson Tima sent out a message on some old Republic channel. Hey, looking for Mandalorian with an N1 if anyone knows something. And then R5. Yo, you won't believe this. <laughs> Come over. Don't park too close to the water. There's some creatures there. <laughs> uh, and then I'll say, I have I said here before the first episode, oh, that scene from the trailer where in Din Jain walks out of the cave with the other Mandalorian is gonna be his baptism, <laughs> his back. Now. No, he's just working out. Yeah. But get out of here, blue, blue boy. We're gonna blue kill boy. you. Freaking past Vista wasn't I, happy. I love how he was like a little bit nervous, but at the same time, like, yo, I just sent the message. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. I just bringing you some information. Don't shoot the messenger. I, yeah. I, I love how he was like, I, I know you're gonna move anyways, but I, I'm not gonna tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, don't believe him. Yeah. Uh, it's like. Pretty good scene. I, it keeps hammering down the point that Dean Jar is a man of his word. We saw him with Boba Fett and all this. Like, if you help me and, and I say I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you. So you bail me out once by not giving but, me a ticket, basically. I'll help this other guy out, but, which you guys but, have been fighting against, but we'll help him. By the way, Alberto, we really didn't mention this when we talked about the New Republic, but I love the recurring theme of them not believing something is out there and sure, something sure. is happening because it ties directly to Bloodline. Bloodline, being, yeah. Le Leia being like, I saw an army, and they're like, oh, you war monster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Vader, it's not gonna Vader's daughter. It's Vader's daughter. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I love 30 years, I, I love that. That was kind of a wink line, but him mm -hmm. being like, by the time you do something, it's going to be too late. Yeah, which I remember that part on the trailer, we thought he was talking to Din Djarin, so it's cool to see that it was yeah. just a completely different type of scene. But yeah, it's something that's going to be going on for basically 25 more years till we get to, I guess, Bloodline was six years before. Like, like 20 years after 20. Return of the Jedi. All right. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> next week. Bloodline happens next week. Leia's yeah. going to show up. Uh, old Leia. Watch the news. Yeah, old Leia. Watch the news for a big reveal on who's Vader's daughter. Um, <laughs> But then it's whoever holds the hammer gets to speak. I love big... that. 
I wasn't sure at the beginning. And then if, if past this, I grab the hammer, I got to make this one of my notes. But it worked. So Dean Giant gives his big speech. Hammer time. Yeah. Um, you guys fought against the against Griff Cargan, these people, when you helped me and my family get out of there. Now I'm asking you to help me, but I think this is a good place that we might get out of the sewers and we can finally be out. And our kids, our sons got playing the sunshine under all the armor they can never remove, but they'll have sunshine at least. I love this point of view, by the way, mm -hmm. because it would have been so generic, like, we gotta help them. Because yeah. that's, but no, there's more layers to this, and Dan's like, in a way pushing the the covert forward rather yeah. than staying in their old caveman ways like yeah. hey there's we can build from this and do something new so i really like that point of view yeah and it then just keeps working at the end of the episode when the armor is like let's retake mandalorian but we'll get there but yes yeah, getting the mandalorians away from just this this sect of these people that you really don't know if they really exist or not because they're always hiding yeah. it's no we're gonna be out there in the forefront we're not gonna hide anymore then uh what's his name ragnar's father stands up Paz Vizla. Paz Vizla, you remember ragnar but not paused no i knew i was playing on it i was mm -hmm. i don't forget past me right. past Vizla speech even though i wrote it with an s instead of a z i think nah. uh but past Vizla, i was 75 percent sure that he was gonna go in with ninja at any point do you think he was gonna say no 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 we're not gonna keep sacrificing our people to help you and the little one the little one um i, I love that moment um because again they make you think he's gonna say one thing yeah. and then being like and we gotta help because we're mandalorians yeah. and what we do i was like good for you pause good for yeah you. it was good and again one of those great lines there because we're mandalorians and yeah such a, such a presence great. that just works so great also at the end for that big fight can, but then can we, we get start yeah, uh, go, go. no, just gonna say Bo Katan, same as she did last week, comes up with a battle plan. Oh, just follow me. She's I, showing why she's a great leader and yeah, why some of the things you mentioned last week kind of work for when we see her at the end of the episode with the armor and then going forward. But I love that she's the one that she's basically the leader now. I, when it's I time to, to make a battle, she's the leader. I love that. Like, yeah. again, two episodes in a row where we see her take command and call the shots and and it's it's cool because she's leading without wanting to lead yeah it's coming out natural she's not i don't think she's really thinking like i want to take over this group and it's just happening for her so i uh, i'm happy for bo-katan but yeah. what i did want to mention what do you think the armor is thinking here is she agreeing with them or is she thinking like I'm maybe starting to lose them. And at this moment or by the end? I mean, we'll we'll get to the end, but at this moment, you know, they're like, hey, let's leave the caves. And they're all like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. So, <laughs> and she, she's the last one to say this is the way, right? Yeah, she and is. It, was, it wasn't a very excited this is the way. And she's never very excited about anything. No, <laughs> I think that she's one that, yeah, she's the leader of this covert, but she's very democratic that goes with what the group says. Like, so I don't think I think that she was going to wait just to see what most of them decided. She was gonna wasn't going to force them to go either way. Even if she didn't want to or wanted to, she was gonna go with what most of them decided. 
I don't think that at that point she was crap. I'm losing them. I gotta figure something okay. out, which we can get to at the end because I have here ulterior motives because that's the other half of Star Wars Twitter. It's everyone's playing mind games and sometimes you're just gonna. Yeah, not everyone has three different motivations, but we'll get to that. And the, I think at that point she was just agreeing because then we see her be part of the fight. If she wasn't part of the fight and just stay behind, hey, just tell me how everything goes. I'll be back in that cave, uh, feeding all these three dragons you left me. Then I would see think that she might have felt something, but at that point, no. I love seeing ships come out of hyperspace. I have nothing else to add. I just wanted to say I cool. love coming ships out of hyperspace. Just I, a great visual. I uh, I echo that, but I'm just in love with the Mandalorian gauntlet fighter. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, seeing it in live action every single week is awesome. I when we ranked the star yeah. the starfighters, I talked about. It, I love that ship. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it was there. I think I also also had it in my top five. I love it's that so ship cool. since I it was gracing in Clone Wars. I mean, mm -hmm. Rebels at the end, but yeah. So we have a great. We don't need to go scene by scene on the fight, but they get to Navarro. We have the Mandalorians airdropping from the gauntlet. We have Din Djarin in his N1 attacking. I guess as great as a king that pirate king Goran Shaw. They see forgot to turn on the shields because they didn't work too well, destroying everything. Even though he said our shields are down. But by the way, can we talk about? Uh, I remember when the trailers came out and we mm -hmm. saw them fighting in Navarro. Yeah. And the statue of IG uh, 11 wasn't there. We were all like, oh, they destroyed it. It's like, no, yeah. it's with the unsilence. <laughs> I was 100% sure that IG 11 was going to show up. That would have been sick. <laughs> when put by the unsilence and they're, oh, it's a, it's a trap or whatever. And they just get uh, from both sides. They're getting shoot at before Pass Villa drops down. I think here he comes. Here comes the droid. He's evil. Ah, Missed I, opportunity. I, Missed opportunity. That's going to be so great. Uh, but it was a great scene. Like we have on our thumbnail that Mandalorian just riding that the snob. Cool. <laughs> ah, and then again, Din Djarin just leading all the fighters away. Then Bogatan comes, drops everyone, does her, her attack run. And I love freaking Vane, Mandalorian. I love the way that he just extends so Mandalorian. But he survived. He's the he only survived. one that didn't die. You think he's coming back? I think he's coming back. Or he's going to go Tony, tell someone what happened. Tony mentioned the same, the same thing. I didn't really think about it that much when it happened. So we'll see. I, There's no reason for him to survive because nothing else Yeah, happened. no, I agree. I agree. Like They made a point to show us that he left. Yeah. Yeah, he just, eh, see you, Gorian. I'm done. <clears throat> I love the whole fight. The action was great. Um, I know that especially the MCU has been suffering. Or I, I don't notice it. But a lot of people complain about the CGI in a lot of the MCU shows. We know that CGI artists are overworked. I understand mm -hmm. all that. But the effects in this episode, there's yeah, nothing I could awesome. complain about. Everything looked great. I love when past weeks, like comes down with his rail going to just rails everyone and the armorer you just mentioned hammer time she comes in and just bats a couple of heads in bashes a I, few heads Alberto, in. I got giddy in that scene <laughs> I, I was like oh it's gonna happen i knew it i knew it tomorrow she's coming she's coming when they do that full shot it's like oh she's coming going from that doorway and it was great <sighs> let me see what else so yeah they liberated man navarro and let's just get to it so at the end of that scene 
first uh, Griff Carga comes, tells them, hey, I give you from the Lava Floods to Bullock Canyon, which I'd say I didn't oh. catch, but it's a, a nod to Jeremy Bullock, the original yeah. Boba Fett. Again, it was 4 a.m. I did not. <laughs> it was 9 for me. No, like 8 something. It, I had it, something. It's a cool nod. So. Yeah. But see, they said the name. No, I'm not going back. Um, but he gives them the whole land. He said, this is yours. You can live among us. You might have lost your home, but you have a home now here in Navarro. Hey, the armorer wants to talk to you. Like, here we go. What's going to happen? I, I was very curious. Like, yeah. So they have this conversation, basically, you're the daywalker, you're blade in the Mandalorian world. You can walk both worlds, remove your helmet, and like, don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> I got you. That, then, that, that was a fantastic scene. That mm -hmm. whole exchange, like, remove your helmet. But do you respect my station? Yeah. Yes, remove your helmet. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's something the armor, even since season one, and I know it's a cool thing now to hate her and hate the cover, and there's this religious call, which, again, I'm not taking away from anyone that from past experiences might feel that, but the armor has always been a very cool and interesting character from the first time she was introduced. Yeah. yeah. And that scene, again, you, we don't know. Is she just playing her? When she told her, just remove your helmet and starts going, you've, you've walked both waves, you saw the you saw the mythos, which was a myth when I was growing up. You're the one that's gonna be able to unite us. We can't keep just fighting separate, which is what Bo-Katan said. And that's, those first few few episodes, we work better together. I was thinking that there was when they were walking out that both of them were gonna have their helmets off. That and and the was shot gonna... was set up in that way for you to think that. Yeah, Completely. I was. Oh my god, who's is, is it gonna be? Someone that we know? Is it gonna be Emily Swallow? What's gonna happen? And it was just Bo-Katan, but it still worked for the Mandalorians. There, it worked. I said, like, dude, we just went through this. What is she doing? Dean Jaring, does he have a? Should he be pissed off that he got told, get the hell out of here, never remove your helmet again, and two weeks later, hey, we just take it two off. episodes <laughs> doing this thing. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't see the mythosaur, so I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I didn't really put much stock behind she being the only one to take off mm -hmm. the helmet because I think she explains it in a proper yeah. way. And I do love her speech with the forge, being like, hey, mm -hmm. this is yeah. a different forge, but it, it works all so the same. same. So other people may follow follow other ways, and they're still Mandalorians. So, but uh, let's are we gonna get into her ulterior motives? Let's go. So okay. I'll set it up again. Star Wars Twitter. That's where we get. We should just do an episode just about Star Wars Twitter and what they're saying, and we just we'll probably get like a thousand let's, views. Let, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be our last show. We so said this is our last show. We're just gonna throw everyone under the bus. But again, it's for a couple of weeks now. It's is the armor just setting up Bo-Katan to fail? Is she tricking her? Does she have ulterior motives? And the same thing with Bo-Katan. Is she just using the armor for her advantage? Is she going to go do something different? But mostly the armor, is she playing Bo-Katan to show that she's not I... a true Mandalorian? What are your thoughts on this? I have mine. I don't, nothing breakthrough here with me, but what are your thoughts on it? Do you I'm think there's so... something else at play? I think... <laughs> say it say it. i i don't know I, I i can see it go either way like and i don't think it's in irresponsible speculation i don't think it's looking too much into it because i think the clues for any possibilities are there mm. and 
let's go with Bo-Katan. I don't think she's using the covert. Mm-hmm. I legitimately I stick yeah. with what I said last week. I think she's having a crisis of faith. I even that moment when she remove her, she hesitates it. Yeah. Why would she hesitate? Like, and uh, so I, I think we're safe on her intentions because I don't think she even knows what her intentions are. With the armor, though, I don't know. Is she sending Bogotan off just so she, again she's taking that leadership role and mm-hmm. she's feeling threatened? I don't know. Is she? because she says like go recruit some people bring them here so we mm-hmm. can take them into the way but is it like what she mentioned like let's push this forward and making a new way like mm-hmm. finding a new way forward for Mandalore or is she saying bring them here and I'll put them under the hammer under the way like yeah, I don't know and then we get that thing at the end that I don't know what's happening <laughs> Yeah, and that's great thing for this episode. Yeah, it was 40 minutes of action, but there's those little snippets but, that push you to all different thinkings. Yeah, let's sprinkle it, just a little salt there. Yeah. Um, Bo-Katan, Tricious of Fate, like you said last week, it's there. Is she going to have this new mystery around her that she wrote a mythos on and then everyone comes to her? Maybe not that way, but being the only one that walks both ways, still gives her that kind of mythology that people might follow. I think her problem is going to be, and I'll keep saying it, she's going to run, now that she's been sent to find more Mandalorians, she's going to run again into Axe and the other Mandalorian she used to be with. Uh, and that's... Yeah. Yeah, well, I forgot her name. Cosca. Cosca Reeves, yeah. And that's going to be the where the problems come in. When she tells them, hey, I've been hanging out with Discover, with the way children of the watch... They're good, actually. We're going to do that. And they're going to, what the hell are you doing? No, 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 no. We got to go do our stuff. And that's where the I, issues are going to come in to see where she goes. If she goes to a new family, quote unquote, that has been helping her through this crisis, or is she going to go back with the people that left her? I think that's where her conflict is going to be. I don't think that she has ulterior motives at the moment against the armor right. or the children of the watch. I don't, I don't know if she's going to go back to those people specifically. I'm really high on the theory that she's gonna go to Sabine. Could be. Um but Will they say Sabine when she finds her? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that one they'll say. Hey, but delete if the actress who we know is do we need her to be like, oh, Bo Katan, I'm Sabine I'm Ren. Sabine. Like like Din Djarin does it and we all laugh <laughs> at him for being like that. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I was I was thinking when Ahsoka showed up, this the was the Ahsoka name mentioned? I can't even remember. I, I mean, the episode before Bo-Katan did say, go find Ahsoka. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But for the armorer, which a lot of people are thinking, ah, oh, she just, I, I don't, same thing. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> that she's waiting now. Oh, she's gone. I can take control over or just. I, I, I'm leaning towards that. I'm leaning to, towards ulterior motives, but I'm not completely there yet. Okay. Because she's bring people in and then we'll retake Mandalore. So we'll fix the place up. We'll get some uh, movers over here, some interior decorators. We'll redo, retake Mandalore. One thing I'll say when Bo Katan is about to leave to go find the other Mandalorian, she says something. She just didn't say, we'll come back and help us find a new place to live. She's kind of, we'll help you find. She kind of just, doesn't fit, doesn't feel that she's still part of them. 
because she didn't say we can't find a place for all of us. It's, I'll find something for you guys. So I don't know if there's something. I want to try to find the best in people. So I don't think there's ulterior motives. Not everything needs a big reveal twist at the end. This is an M. No, Night no. Shyamalan. So I'm okay if this is really what's going on. We're telling you what's going to happen, and we're going this way. I mean, no but I, I don't think the the armor having ulterior motives would be like this M. Night Shyamalan twist. I think we would all be like, well, they kind of set, yeah. set it up. So, um. It, what would be like a little bit of a twist is a little theory I saw up there, like, oh, what if Bo-Katan is behind the Moff Gideon thing? Like, no, yeah, on all those episodes, she's been with them for about three weeks or no. a month. We don't know how time works. There's, she hasn't left their site. She's she, not there. She wanted to kill kill him like a year ago. Like, why she, would she be on board with? Yeah, no. it's <laughs> it's that's that's the worst. No, that didn't happen. It's it's gonna happen. No. So let's hear. So the episode ends. Carson Teva runs into this Imperial shuttle, this Lambda class. I love when she tells his droid, hey, send a probe and just a little, hey, this goes out. By the way, I love that shot of the lone X-Wing in the darkness of yeah. space. That was so cool. Yes, I mean, X-Wing, that's my favorite ship. It just works every time you see it. But okay, so let's just get, uh, Moffitt is not there. Big surprise. Maybe uh, What's-Her-Face was there and she's dead now. And we don't need to see oh, her again. Oh, maybe. Can we talk about the, the New Republic being like, oh, yeah, he, he escaped. Yep. He yeah, escaped. Yeah, don't worry okay, about no, it. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Most wanted person in the whole galaxy escaped because we put in one little shuttle instead of a, on a prison ship because that makes sense. But we're low on resources. Hey, look, there's a Mandalorian, uh, Beskar shards stuck in there. Did you, are you saying the Mandalorians didn't? Boom, boom, boom. Fade to black. Let's talk about it. All right, what's I'll, you want me to start? I'll start. Okay. Do you remember? I'll talk first. You remember in this little show called The Mandalorian, season two, we just mentioned Ahsoka. She was in one episode. Yep. And she fought against a character named the Magistrate who yes. had a Beskar staff. Yep. And Ahsoka tells her, where's your master? Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? Do you think that maybe Thrawn has some little Beskar out there as... His lieutenant, the magistrate, had some Beskar staff. I'm thinking that Thrawn, as we said, we I believe at least Marcel and Moff Gideon is working with Thrawn. Thrawn is part of this group that liberated Granamino, I mean Moff Gideon, and he has some Beskar to give out. So I think this still all leads to Moff Gideon. I don't, I mean to Thrawn. I don't think that Bo-Katan did it. Did Thrawn? hire some Mandalorians, maybe. It has nothing to do with Bo-Katan or anyone we know. This all still leads to Thrawn. He has access to Beskar. I said it. That's my theory. So you think they're getting, they're being framed? I don't think that they're being framed on purpose. They're being accidentally think... framed. <laughs> it's a happy accident. Do you think that Thrawn gives three craps about Din Djarin? He doesn't... No. No, but maybe throwing the scent of the fact that the Empire is rebuilding somewhere. Which is kind of what's happening. Okay, but why the Mandalorians? The, at this point, the Mandalorians is just... Because the show is called The Mandalorian. <laughs> I, hey, we, no, we, this is Star Wars. When and, people say, and, oh... And, 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 Mandalorians have a reason to hate Moff Gideon, so it would make sense for someone to see this and be like, yeah, well, they have beef with him, so... They just took him away, but 
I, again, I, I don't think that's what's happening. What I think is happening, and this is a little bit of a wild <laughs> theory. Um, we know there was a section of the Mandalorians that were faithful to the Empire. The Gar Saxon, for mm -hmm. example, was like, I hate him so much, but yeah, he, he was. <laughs> what if there's still a legion that are, you know, um, Moff Gideon was the leader of the of Mandal the ISB leader that was in charge mm -hmm. of Mandalore. So what if there's a contingent of Mandalorians that are like, yeah, we got to save him. He's our master. I so, mean, there's we still don't know how Moff Gideon got the dark saber, right? Last we knew, Bo-Katan had it, right? At the end of Rebels, somehow it got into mm -hmm. Moff Gideon's hand. He leads the Mandalorians at that point, so it, it might be what you said. There's a contingent of Mandalorians still faithful to him, and maybe Bo-Katan runs into them. Could be. I don't like. I don't think that it's specifically Bo-Katan or someone. Let's frame Din Djarin and this group could, of Mandos. I don't. Could you imagine if? She gets to this group of friends and she's like, Hey, I'm recruiting, and they're like, Oh, don't worry, we already have a master. And he <laughs> walks out, like, Ah, yeah, I mean, it's gonna <sighs> well, Katan, so glad for you to join us, yeah, so yeah. I mean, and you said this show is called The Mandalorian, but I love that so much focus is going to Bo Katan and we're learning more about her. Yes, they haven't mentioned Satine, big part of her history, hopefully, a name drop at some point, but we'll see. Uh, I'm Sabine Wren. <laughs> and Satine, I should. And then this is Satine, oh. my sister. Um, dread episode. Only three episodes left. As we were closing out our talk on The Mandalorian, another big thing is people, and we talked about this last week, the focus this season has been up and down. I've been loving it. Some episodes I like, whatever. Not a lot of people are loving the season as much as they did the previous two. And saying that the focus is a little bit weird, everything that happened at the end of season two kind of has gotten erased. Are you still feeling this? Or are you like, no, this is the story? And I'll give you a moment, but to me, it's we didn't get to see Moff Gideon until episode seven of season one. We didn't know who the bad guy was, it just didn't join doing stuff. Season two, episode six is when baby Yoda Grogu gets taken. And that's when we really first Moff Gideon again. We see him for the first time in season two, it's episode six. And now episode five, we get a vague reference to Moff Gideon. So I think it's still following that same formula they did before. I understand why people might say, why are you still doing this formula? It ended in two, let's do something new. But I think it's very similar to the first two seasons. So I don't have an issue with it. Maybe Giancarlo Esposito is just too expensive to have in the entire season. <laughs> Hey, he's doing The Boys, and I don't know what else. He had a movie on another series, I guess, on Netflix, Kaleidoscope, yeah, which I haven't watched. So he's everywhere. It's apparently good. Uh, huh? uh, what was the question, Alberto? Oh, the season. Man, I've, I've been loving it, like, honestly. Um, I don't really see the same issues that people are seeing. I mm. think the story has been consistent, and I don't know. Right. Like yeah. I, Again, I, I don't have an answer to those um gripes with the season honestly yeah I i've been enjoying it i've been love enjoying it a lot and i'll say my brother texted me the other day and he, you said earlier we had a we have an age gap and i'll take it it's right my brother's like re, uh rise of skywalker palpatine old if you're watching <laughs> this i'll say you're just an old man no he's not that old he is 51 i love you um anyway so you would think this he grew up with a real trilogy all that he texted me hey 
Bad Bad Season 2 over Mandalorian Season 3 so far. He's been a little bit let down with he's, Mando. He's into the animated shows? Not that much. I don't think okay. he's watched Clone Wars, at least all through it. He does have three kids, now like 18 and 16. So maybe with them he watched them. But he's been loving Bad Bad. He said it, like six, seven episodes have just been great. And Mandalorian has been a little lackluster. Okay. Okay. So we're getting this from different. It's not just the younger people. Like I keep saying that tune into Bad Bash, like the 20s to 30s. Mm -hmm. Older people are preferring Bad Bash to this season of Mandalorian. I still love it because I'm nothing against animation. I do prefer live action. But it is out there. So maybe there's some, some truth hey, to it. To, to each their own. I, I love Rise of Skywalker and some yeah. people hate it. And to each their own, I'm just going to end uh, with... Glimpsed? Like we have something we've never done this before. We don't have connections all that. Well, I did get a look at a, a very early look at season episode six of The Mandalorian. I got the okay to show this. I know there's an <clears throat> embargo and all that, but I got a chance and they told me, Yeah, just put it out for five seconds. And this is a preview of next week's episode. And it's <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. We should have some music there. So Alfie just tweeted this out a couple Din, minutes ago. What's what's happening here? Din Jaren <laughs> and Bo Katan find Han in Carbonite. He he gets in Carbonite again for some reason. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, we should help for them. And Bo Katan's like, Yes, but let's have sex on top of it. <laughs> and I want to sit on his mouth, apparently. Uh, so, well, mm. All right. 2023. Like 2023, this is a family show, but it might happen. <laughs> it's what's happening. So it is. We, it's we out just got there. that image. Feloni texted it to me directly. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, here yeah. you go." He said, you, you, "I'll give you that. Well, you're not. You're not gonna be at celebrations. I'm just giving you a glimpse because you won't be there." I, I was gonna put on some '80s uh, romantic <laughs> music or something. <laughs> it would have been great. We didn't have bow, the time. Bow, bow. <laughs> All right. From there, we got. To the finale, Oti, the Bad it's Batch. It's been a finale. long time on Mandalorian. What I know. I'm surprised that we spent so much on it. But the Bad Batch finale happened at two-parter. Um, poor, uh, it's there. I'm going to give you a chance to... I have to address two things. Two things. Just, I'll, I'll shut up. You go. Okay. Um, Alberto, you said some comments that I did not like. You, 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 you insinuated that I do not come prepared to this show and that is not true i did my best to catch up on high republic and ha still haven't finished battle of jedi <laughs> but apart from that i've always come prepared for the episodes we're gonna discuss except i think maybe when we're talking marvel shows or something i don't know whatever but i did not watch the pa pablo episode thing mm -hmm. Because I was not here for that episode, but I did watch the, the ones that we were going to talk about. So I did not like that insinuation, Alberto. That said, I'll take your apology later. No, I'm still not done. I have to apologize to you. Last week, you mentioned the theory. I sat like this on my chair. I did my whole eye-rolling thing. I did the, the sassy mic-tapping thing. <laughs> and... I even said you were the QAnon of Star Wars, and <laughs> I have to apologize because that theory came true, and you offered some articles, and I laughed at you, and I apologize because you were right. All right. I'll take your apology. I don't apologize also. I'm sorry for insinuating, but it's not called Path of Jedi. It's called Battle of Jedi, so maybe. I, did I say Path of Jedi? You said Path of Jedi, but sure. that's okay. It's You'll get to it. <laughs> uh, no, but it's just joking, you know. 
I don't uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> it's again, and that wasn't my theory. I just read it a couple of days before, and like, eh, I don't know, but it's there. We're gonna get to it. But you saw it there in the little clip that I put, and I've been saying it for weeks now. I think Tech's not gonna make it. Last week I oh, said, uh, I don't I, think that the main batch are gonna die, but I did not laugh at that theory. I laughed no, at, I know. The, at the well, other one. <laughs> you let's start with that other one. No, you know, let's talk with Tech. We're no, gonna no, start no, with Tech. Yeah. You tech died. I gotta worry my bad batch. I got spoiled, by the way. Oh no, no, no. It 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 dude. I just finished, as I mentioned, I finished the Mandalorian episode. I was like, oh, let's see what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. And it was this kind of thing that you can't unsee. It was like, this was one of the best last words ever. And just a picture of Tech with the with the line. But I saw the picture of Tech. And I was like, damn yeah. it. So, yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people. I, I didn't get spoiled that way, but I saw a lot of people tweeting about how emotional the finale is. I can't believe they did this. And uh, just little insinuations that to me say, okay, someone's going to die. And they named Tech popped in a couple uh, of times. So I'm like, I think Tech's not going to make it. Even if you get the emotional part, last season's uh, finale was kind of emotional and none of yeah. them died. So I-, I would still be like, okay. But yeah, no. If, if, us Star Wars fans, we're going to piece it together. Like, yeah, it's. That's why I hate the spoilers, no context, because. I'm... <laughs> uh, so I'll. So I hate spoilers when the people just don't wait. And it's like you say, you got to wait at four in the morning to be able to watch something and not get spoiled, which is ridiculous. But I also understand now that we, if you go online, it's going to be there. I hope that people like us that have a show, it's not because we're big deals or whatever, but if, if you have a show that you know has some following, don't tweet it out. Even trying to be smart about it, you're not that smart. We're not that smart. We're going to figure it out. If it's just one person that loves Star Wars and it's just talking about it, I'm not going to blame them because you just want to talk about the episode or the movie. So I understand those people. But when a show or a YouTuber, whatever podcast just goes out and spoils it, that's who I got an issue with. Yeah. Again, I I think there's... I mean, there are ways now to hide your tweets, the whole thing with the lagging. Like, I don't think, I don't really think it's necessary. Like, yeah, I know you mm-hmm. want the, the likes. I know we're excited about what's going on, but is it necessary? Like, yeah. And e- even now, like, sometimes I see people, like, you know me, I wait, I usually wait until Saturday to watch the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. And even you gave me crap. It's like, man, it's, it's like three days. Like, sometimes yeah, it's not people that. wait a whole season to watch a show. Like, so I don't know. Like, this whole thing of tweeting out your, spoiler thoughts immediately without you know and the whole bad my spoilers dot 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 picture that doesn't work yeah Come that on, picture that is the doesn't work and yeah. whatever like <laughs> but you gotta be careful because also the star wars twitter account is waiting like one day to start yeah, putting these spoilers it's, so you gotta it's, it's a, that one i i don't get those they used to wait like till monday now it's just the next day like seb and which i just going real quick oh they didn't say the name the name was all over star wars social media on on it wasn't the credits tell him something rex but (laughs) but the death of tech was there by friday we got brennan oh brennan thanks for joining us 
But yeah, just don't put spoilers, especially for something like this. The finale, you know, people are gonna watch it. There's a big one. Don't spoil it. Yeah, the Zero Beast came out. Okay, that's not a big deal. Take dying. That's a big deal. Easy dead, Oti. We didn't see a body. We got some goggles at the end. I, I was talking with a friend. She was like, "No body, no death," and I'm like, "I'm breaking my own rule here. My own yeah. rule here." I think he said. I think if he was alive, we got we would have gotten that tease here. Yeah. If not, I think it would it would be the same thing with Echo and Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. I, again, I, I would be happy that, that he's a. I would be happy if he, he's alive, but I, I don't want them retreading the same thing. I thought the same thing about Echo coming back, and are they gonna play the same thing? I thought because same thing, like nobody, no death, and then I thought because this happened pretty early on in the finale, in that final episode. I think like seven minutes into it, he died. I well, thought it's it's the first sequence. Yeah, I thought that when Omega gets captured and brought into that the room with all the clones, I thought he was gonna be there and that she was gonna see him. For I me, that, that was, was the be. moment. For me, yeah. that was the moment. Yeah, if it's not there, sorry, Tech, you were my favorite for a season and a half, along with Echo. He's gone, which is, I've been That's saying tough. it. I've been tough. saying it for for weeks now. They gave him a girlfriend. There's too many. Be careful, they're paying too much attention to Tech and Omega's relationship. They're setting it up, and I'm surprised. I'll say I'm surprised that they did it. I didn't okay. think that they were gonna kill one of the the main bad batch. <sighs> I don't know. It's and it, it if you're in Star Wars in a train, you're gonna die. They Someone's gonna die in a train. Yeah. Uh, that was my big spoiler. I just put the, the vow sequence from solo. I put that I, didn't put anything on there. I just tweeted that out and let people figure it out. I, I just wanted... Uh, it, it was so early that I'd, I had to rewind the episode because at first I didn't understand the logic on why he had to like detach yeah. and then I realized like, oh, he's in a different card so it's making the mm-hmm. pressure. Like, oh, okay. But I, at first I was like so confused. Like, did they just kill Tech just because? <laughs> it's There has to be some... I mean, there's a big we emotional... Have a, we, have, we have a second apology. I'll take I'll take thank you, Mo. But again, you, you didn't say, oh, Calaran Beck is here. You said, oh, I'm at best. And like, okay, that can mean 20 different things. And I saw something first on Screen Run, Screen Run's Facebook. They posted a picture of Georgia. At, stop looking at Screen Rant. Dude, I don't I don't go searching for it. It just pops <laughs> up when I open freaking I'm Facebook. You know, I got into a, a Twitter match with them about five years ago really? from my personal account because oh they posted some weird stuff that didn't make sense. And I wrote back and then they replied. And I'm like, they, dude, it's fine. It's fine. Know. I still follow you guys. And about a week later, I said, you know what? I'm not following you anymore. So yeah. I don't follow them on Twitter. For some reason, I still have them on Facebook, which I don't even know where I go. So, okay. So let's go to the other big reveal. And we'll talk about the whole episode as we go. We talked last week. I said, hey, Otto, there's some theories out there that this doctor, that I forgot her name, has something to do with Omega. Might be Omega sister. They use her DNA to create Omega because it's a New Zealand, it's a New Zealand voice actress. They kind of sound very similar. Do you think this is going to happen? You're like, dude, shut the hell up. I don't want to hear about it. Roll in your eyes. And it freaking happened. I don't know what this means. At at that point, Alberta, I think I was starting to make breakfast. 
and I, I had the TV behind me, and when she's like, "Oh, you trust him, but not me. I'm your <laughs> sister, Mel." I, I I looked at the screen. I was like, "You son of a bitch! <laughs> you son of a bitch!" <laughs> In two weeks, I've been hitting it. Um, I don't even know what to say to that because it's not like I said. It's not my theory. I don't particularly like it because again, it's like uh, Boba Fett was the only uh, unaltered clone. And then we get, yeah, Omega is the last one. It's the only unaltered clone. And then we get this older person. Hey, I'm your mom or your sister. sister. Do you think it's just they use her blood to kind of splice everything with the clones, which then will go into Snoke and Palpatine most likely? Or this way? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I, This came out of left field. I'm super glad for the people that were saying this. I don't know what it means or where they can. I don't know. Again, whatever. Silo Beast. Another reveal that we haven't mentioned. Krennic was in the episode. Krennic was there. And he, <laughs> he freaking spoke because he's sitting at that table for five minutes. Like, really? They have Krennic? He's not going to say anything. Hey, Krennic, can you tell us about your Stardust project? Mo, Stardust, how are you feeling? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's going and whatever. And So Guerrera is getting all the blame yeah. today because it's So Guerrera's I... fault. <laughs> Mo had a great reply today. <laughs> It's the Empire actually killing uh, Tech. How did So Guerrero do this? Oh it's, man, people I, I, just I, nuts. I think I was talking with Norha about this. Are, are we gonna blame Shmi for Order 66? Because had <laughs> she said no, that would mm -hmm. never have happened. Like, no, it's Watto's fault for just letting Anakin go. It's like, they're just it's just it's Qui-Gon's fault for flipping the the thing. That dog that man just it's, it's, what, it's what was So Guerrero doing there? How did he get there? By shooting, people, by shooting people, by shooting people. I'll say the Empire wasn't too too under game this week because how can you let the Marauder just go in because they have Imperial coats? It's the Marauder. It's a very different ship. They're looking for them. Because Star Wars needs to happen. <laughs> I know, but I'll say, and I know because of timelines and people that are dead, this couldn't work. But when they got there, and the other two uh, two stormtroopers come out, and when they're gonna remove the helmet, I just went to Rebels. Is that Ezra and Kanan? I oh, thought no. the exact <laughs> same thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know it, can't, it doesn't work, but I was just hoping for it. I thought <sighs> the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so I don't know. Uh, why did they go to freaking Ornantel? I know Ooh. that. They, and I tweeted this out because Roberto, our friend, about that. Roberto said, Can blame, let's blame, if you want to blame someone, let's blame Sid for everything. And I said, why did they go to Old Mantel? Makes no sense. They've been avoiding it. And Buck chimed in saying, oh, at one point they said, oh, we got to get to AC. We need AC, the droid, doctor, mm -hmm. robot oh, to yeah. help. First, why is AC still over there? But dude, she's is not. Is AC Sid's droid though? Yes. So that's the only reason is because he's left with Sid in Ormantel. They have to go over there. But why? Yes, she's a clone, but she's an unaltered clone, which is basically a regular person. Pabu doesn't have doctors. No one could check on her. To me, that's the point where I say, okay, just to making this work so Sid can betray them made zero sense to me why they went back to Sid. I didn't think that something was going to happen. Because story needs to happen. It's Star Wars. It's R, that's uh, why R5 connects with Carson Teva. Can, can we talk about Sid for a second? 
Yeah, let's I, start I wrapping she, up. I think she's gonna get a redemption arc next season. Oh, interesting. I think yeah. she's done. Uh she even when she reveals that she betrays them, she has this face like oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think like that's the she was like screw these like remember I, I mentioned last week like when I'm angry I don't do anything maybe she's like yeah. these fuckers they're <laughs> back here and mm-hmm. no they don't get to do that and the minute she sees the stars of story she's like uh, what did she I do? was very DJ in the last Jedi when oh thanks for telling me. here's your payment oh well she she didn't money. seem like very content with herself uh, uh, that's just me I, I I think she might be getting a I hope so. Like I don't know. I, whatever. Let's see. Ah, to me, we don't need to see Sid anymore. They're just. I, I I don't think we need to, but I hope so. All right, we disagree on that one. Um, it was great to see Saw. He's in everything now. If it's Star Wars, Saw's gonna get there. I don't blame him. Um, it makes sense. It made sense of all the people. And he did connect it to the first season when they meet. And you gotta make a choice. Looks mm-hmm. like you. How many contacts does Echo have? Oh, we don't we know nothing about Dr. Hemlock. Well, actually, my contact told me this. Oh, we can't find it. Actually, I, my contact told me that it's going to be I here, mean, and these are goats. I think they might have a few. We, Obviously. I, I'm just thinking, we never got to see Cody again. No, and Rex was just there for a little bit. and then What's... What's Cody doing? Is he with Rex? Is he... So, I was looking through our old episodes trying to find that clip of when I said that Tech was going to die, and you were saying on one of them, uh, we're, the finale is going to be this big reunion. Rex is going to be there. Cody's going to be there. It's going to be the last stand of the clones. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Hey, to a no. point. But, Maybe season three. Ooh, it, does season three get announced at Celebration as we yes. start saying goodbye? Yes, I think okay. so. Yes. But uh, before the finale, sorry. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm thinking season three is the last one. Okay. I've been hearing that. Uh, there was a point before the finale that I thought that maybe they were going to end on season two because they were pointing too much to Pabu to be this place that they're going to retire. They talked a little bit about it at the, at the end of the episode. But after this first episode, the finale said, yeah, there's no way they can end it here. I Give them one more season to finish it, finish up this story. When, we, when I saw the episodes were short, I was like, okay, interesting. And then when season, the first episode, and then we're nowhere near any resolution, <laughs> I was like, okay, no, the, we're going to end on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the second episode, I was like, because I was thinking that by the end, they would save Crosshair, and halfway through, they're, they're like in chains. Like mm-hmm. it's That's when the whole Sid thing happens. And I was like, mm, this is not going to end well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because that first episode was weird that it ended that way. Yeah, so Guerrera blows it up, Krennic, uh, Tarkin is back, they're in their uh safe room, their panic room. Just yeah, it was, the, cool. it was cool, but if the mountain falls, you're screwed. But anyway, it worked. But then it ends, like we said at the beginning, they're just in that platform or in that rail car, just hanging there. And then that's where it begins, the second episode. So it's really weird. Same thing. I thought that Crosser was going to play a big part. He's just lying there. I Pretty- I love her reaction to seeing him. Just like yeah. full on embracing him. And again, losing tech just might be working yeah. on her. Like, we need to say what we love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, again, gives her that little bit of ray of hope. We lost someone, able to get one back. And what, when Crosser learns that Tech died because of everything that's happening there, that's, that's another push for him to get out of that. Say, okay, we're done with this crap. That's going to be know, an interesting moment. Yeah, and I'll say, I've been saying since season one, keep Crosser bad. There's no way that happens now, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Crosser now seeing what the Empire has done to be able to say, okay, I have to go back to my brothers and fix this. Again, we might have our theories and everything, but we have to accept when a show grows past that. And yeah. I think the show has done a good job to presenting us why Crosser would be like, yeah, no, I was wrong. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting season three for myself. Again, and I'm a hypocrite because I just said season two of The Mandalorian ended this way. They're repeating, just doing regular episodes and then the big finales with the last three. I'm loving it. It's going to be interesting where the Bad Batch goes for season three. 16 episodes and if we still get episodes like faster and the first one will. i think we will again it's gonna be interesting to see when someone like me that doesn't mind that in mandalorian if i still gonna complain about it when the bad batch comes hopefully i'll get over it but season three 100 agree with you that it's gonna get revealed during the celebration on the bad batch season two panel next week celebration i'm so excited, I'm so, so excited. <sighs> all right oti with that we're gonna send an end to the show i'll say everyone that's out there in the chat just let us know real quick as we say goodbye what are you looking forward to the most for star wars celebration and also if i can highlight those before we end the show but just like i said i'll repeat next week on friday probably at 7 p.m eastern we'll be live here talking about all the big reveals for the first day of celebration star wars in the and, Lucasfilm panel showcase. I love Indiana still, Jones. Talk. We still have the Saturday episode, right? Yes. Okay. So Friday will only be Star Wars Celebration. Saturday will be some Star Wars Celebration, of course, and then the Mandalorian. Saturday show stays the same. We're not going to... And nothing on Sunday and Monday. I know last week, last celebration, we did like three episodes. We're just going to focus on the one on Friday and then a regular show on Monday. Okay. Um... I know, excited for, for all of this. And yeah. if you speak Spanish, follow my podcast because I'll be every single day of celebration talking about what happened the day before. So, all right. I guess we started doing it. Yeah. Check out all this podcast. We might talk a little bit in Spanish on Friday, depending who are. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Uh, so we start saying goodbye. Mo, don't say anything. Everything Andor, Felicity's appearance. I mean, she's going to be... I, I hope they mention when the season two is coming out. Season two of Andor? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do um, not, probably they should. We don't know. They're, we know they're shooting, so we're guessing I mean, no, wait, 2024. Stop, 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 stop the oh, end. Wait, wait, wait. Last minute rampant speculation. Oh, my god! What do you think we're going to get? In, what What's the wildest thing you want from Celebration? The wildest thing I want. Oh my goodness! Let me see. I, I, I'll go first. Yeah. No season two. That's um, that's wild some one. Bets in that. I know. I was gonna say, give me a better Riva story that I said before instead of season two, and that's out there. I don't think it's gonna happen. The wildest thing, Solo two, or a continuation of the oh. Solo story as a TV show. And I know it's not that big a scene, but they've been so adamant of saying this is not going to happen. 
or there's no plans, but everyone that's worked on that film really wants it. I'll be shocked if they announce anything solo. Okay. okay. With Alden Enright as solo. Not give me deep fake solo. I don't want that. No. And as no. much as I love Kira and Mo, and that story makes sense, I still want to see Han Solo and Chewbacca in that time period with Enfys Ness. Bring in Jabba the Hutt. You can bring Boba Fett at that point. That's the story that I want. I'll be very shocked if that happens. Mo is mentioning a Cassian YA book. I could, I I, I would put some bet on on that because. And like we said last week, give me that Keller and Beck novel, something to connect with. We, for Cassian, for Andor, we didn't get any books leading up to it. So no, even with Kenobi, we got like Brotherhood and the Kenobi one. So we'll see. But we'll uh, I just see. wanted to get your takes, Edward. No, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking movie wise. I uh, know. No, give me ah, Taika Waititi. I wonder what Taika Waititi is doing. And just give I, me that genre. Then it's going to be something way off of what we expect. Do you Star think Wars we to. get one movie announcement, two, three, four? Like... I think it's one. I don't think that they're ready to commit to more than one movie. With all that they've said that we're, this is a three, four, five-year plan they need to make, people need to be committed. If they announce more than one movie, I'll be shocked if they happen. And I've been always saying, don't I, worry about it. I trust Star Wars. You know what? Also, New Republic. They come in and say, you know what? We're doing the New Republic show. We're taking it a different direction. We I don't think we need that show, honestly. Did you say what would be shocking? We don't need okay, it. No. Okay. No, okay, I, I'll stay with Solo. Does, one last question. Does Daisy Ridley show up in that Lucasfilm panel? Yes. I'm saying that the movie is going to be a continuation of the sequel. Maybe it's not episode 10, but I think Daisy really shows up and Ray's going to be part of it. She's, uh, I, yes, yes. I'm putting not money on it, but I'm I, saying it's going to happen. And the place is going to explode. Well, here, I'll wake up at five in the morning with the screams from the people in London. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> well, last question. Are they gonna stream the Lucasfilm panel? No, uh, I don't think so either. <laughs> no, uh, it's same thing that they did last year. They'll start with the live right show, after that ends. Yeah. and it's fine because it's gonna be like at four in the morning or three, which I'll be sleeping, so I'll wake up. No, it's not that okay. early, Edward. I think it's like it's six because it's oh. five hour difference. It's a five okay, hour. I'll be sleeping anyway. I'll be no, up, I'll, I'll be check out my Twitter. I'll be live tweeting. <laughs> I'll be up at five thirty. Take my kids to to school. Come How back. How far do you think London is, Albert? <laughs> it's five hours. I know it's five hours, but I don't know what time that Lucasfilm. Dude, just, just <laughs> let's leave. Shut let's up. Leave. All right, let's leave. <laughs> all right. Let's start this again. All day work, and people find you next week. You can find me over at Twitter, Instagram, and. Yeah, that's about it. At EP Star Wars, I'll be live tweeting celebration, and I'm always shooting the shit over there. So, yeah. So again, follow us on all our social media accounts at Ready Rebel Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and on Hive. Uh, everything's gonna be Star Wars celebration next week. Also next week on Tuesday, Otto, you gotta finish uh, Battle of Jedi because Cataclysm comes out next week on Tuesday by Lydia Kang, and we need to read that book. Because I, I need to make a, a, I gotta <laughs> send an email. Yeah, I gotta uh, send an email to someone. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll finish Power of Jet, I promise. All right. And then you gotta let me know when you get Cataclysm so we can then 
Where can I get? I, 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 I have it pre-ordered, so it'll okay. probably get here like a week after <laughs> it comes out. All right. So again, we'll be live here Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and then again on Saturday with a regular show at five. See you guys next week. Stay safe. Be safe. I'm the force. Be with you.